that we are supposed to decrease in Simcha during the three weeks. If so, why did the Rebbe encourage us to increase in Simcha? So first of all, the Rebbe is talking about our frame of mind, our spirit. Not chas v'shalom in any way does it affect anything which is halacha. The things that you're not allowed to do, you're not allowed to do. Weddings and haircuts and buying new clothes and all those things in that category. But what does it mean that the spirit should be a spirit of simcha? Well, the Rebbe quotes the Munkach Rebbe who said, Mishanichnas of mematem besimcha means when up comes around, you reduce simcha. And he explained it as follows. Mishanichnas other, when other comes around, that's a month that's conducive for good things to happen. Marben besimcha, how do you increase that even more good things should happen in this time through simcha? Mishanichnas of, when of comes around, that's a time that's conducive. It unfortunately has a long history of things negative things that happen. Mimatim, how do we reduce and how do we eliminate that there shouldn't be any negative things happening besimcha through being besimcha? How does that make sense? The answer is, it says, brought down also in the Rambam in Halacha, but based on a Pasuk in Tanakh, Hayom Mo'elo, that the days of fasting, like Tisha B'Av, Shavasa and the others, when Mashiach will come, Yehovchul, the Sassan or the Simcha, the Maidim Tevin, they'll become Yom Tovim. They'll become days that we'll celebrate. And on the surface, it's not understood. Why celebrate? We can say when Mashiach will come, it won't be, it won't be a day that we will, uh, we, we will uh, uh, perform anything. We won't be fasting. We won't be thinking about it. But what's there to celebrate? How could you celebrate a day that the Basim English was destroyed? How could you celebrate the day that your Shalayim was destroyed. And the answer is that this is based on a basic principle in Judaism that everything that happens, happens from Hashem and being that Hashem is the essence of good, so everything that happens is for the good and therefore we say, no matter what happens, we say in essence this is something that has in it a blessing, but the blessing is hidden, it's disguised. The purpose of it is actually for us to recognize that even though outwardly it looks like the opposite of a blessing, outwardly it looks like the opposite of good, I don't allow that to disturb me. I don't allow that in any way to chas doubt what Hashem is doing. I recognize it's from Hashem. And I recognize that in essence it's a blessing, but it's hidden. And Alter Rebbe says in Tanya that if I recognize that, and, I'm, and I sort of declare that in essence this is really something positive, then the good and the blessing that's hidden is no longer hidden, it comes out in the open. There's a story told with the Magadim is rich, that when his son, the Malach, Rabbi Ram, the Malach was a little child, he once came into the house crying, and he asked him, why are you crying? And he said, the children were playing a game, the game would be the way we describe today what children play, hide-and-go-seek. Everybody went into hiding, and one child who was it was supposed to search for them. They're waiting and waiting and waiting. He never came around to look for them. They finally all crawled out of their hiding places, and they realized he sort of played a trick on them. While they went into hiding, he just went away. He left. 
And the Maggid started to cry. Why was he crying? He said, Hashem has the same complaint. Hashem says, I've hidden. I'm hiding myself from you. The reason why Hashem hides is for us to find Him. And that unfortunately some people take this hiding as something real and they just walk away. They don't search for Him to find Him. So, just like in the mushal, if somebody is hiding, once you find them, they come out of their hiding place and sort of the objective has been accomplished. You reach your objective. When we recognize that Hashem is really hiding, then Hashem is revealed and the blessing becomes revealed and anything that's negative becomes eliminated. So therefore, the same would apply in our case. During the three weeks and during Tisha B'Av, this is a time that we focus not only on the destruction of the Temple, but we focus on the fact that we hope and we pray and we have confidence and belief that soon Hashem will build the third base of Mikdash, take us out of Golas, and all this will turn into, uh, uh, we'll see the hidden blessing in all these thousands of years of suffering. So therefore, what the Simcha is all about, what's this Simcha, what does it mean? It means the Simcha comes from the recognition and the absolute faith in Hashem that these days will be transformed and they'll be turned into Yantav because we're going to see the hidden blessing that's in these days. And therefore, we are besimcha. The simcha is uh, us declaring our faith and confidence in Hashem that we believe He'll take us out of Golas. We'll have a third base of very soon. And that blessing is hidden in these very same three weeks and day of Tishamov. So therefore, uh, how do we eliminate all these negative things through being besimcha? And again, the simcha comes from the confidence and the absolute bitachon, that's why the Rebbe encouraged that during these days we should learn about the laws of Beis HaMikdash, because learning about the laws, it says in the Medrash, Hashem says, I consider it as if you're building the Beis HaMikdash. So it's a time that we're not only just concentrating and focusing on the destruction and what we lost, but primarily we're now concentrating on our emuna and bitachon, that very soon we'll see the third Beis HaMikdash, and, and that will become a time of joy and celebration because all these days will be turned into a young day.